welcome to episode 23 of the Comeuppance Reviews podcast. This is Brett from Comeuppance Reviews. Hey, it's me, Tyler. We're back with episode 23. That's pretty good because we did no 22 last time. <laughs> no, yes. 22. Yes, we did. <laughs> um, and what we, one thing we were just talking about is you had noticed a certain similarity between yes. – the work and output of a certain Timothy Busfield and Tim Matheson. So maybe yeah. you would like to um, <laughs> yeah. shine some light on that for the listeners. Yeah, sure. Because if you have noticed, you know, in the 90s, there was a, you know, the actor Tim Matheson and the actor Tim Busfield or Timothy Busfield. They all made the same movies in the 90s, all these like street to TV thrillers. So I have, and it's all very similar. So I was looking at their filmography. But no, this is funny, kind of. So Matheson, Tim Matheson, he made Quicksand, No Escape, and Twilight Man, and Harmful Intent. And then Tim Busfield made Dreamhouse, Fade to Black, and When Secrets Kill. So okay. It all, it's all very interchangeable. And they have the same first name, too. So it's all very so... weird. So D- Dreamhouse is like a like one of these high tech houses that kill yes. people or something. Yeah, yeah. Dr- Dreamhouse is kind of a cool idea for a plot. It's all Tim Busfield and his family they uh, like go into a new home that's all have but it's these security cameras in the future, <laughs> and then it might go haywire. So no spoilers. You know, it's basically and did Tim <laughs> Matheson. Did Tim Matheson do a similar thing or yes? No, which is yeah, because Twilight Man he's on the internet. You know, being stalked oh. by um, Dean Stockwell. It's kind of similar because he, he's being surveilled So by uh, Mr. <laughs> uh, Dean Stockwell. So that's kind of interesting, too. It's all very similar, very odd. <laughs> hmm, I wonder if there's any sort of behind-the-scenes stories or connections there that can be made. Yeah, Tim versus Tim. <laughs> well, maybe they're in competition, or maybe not. I don't know. It seems like it's like, oh, we can't get Busfield. Can we get Matheson? Oh, oh, okay. We can, <laughs> can we get Matheson? Can we get Busfield? Yeah. yeah, vice versa, yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of interesting. So check your local video store in the 90s to see those Timothy <laughs> Matheson and Timothy Busfield movies. Yes, check your local TV from the 90s. <laughs> yeah, check your guide. People probably, I think people have old TV guides. I, I think people save them. Yes, I think they do. And didn't you say there's people on the on YouTube that filmed the preview channel? <laughs> yeah, so they filmed the scrolling preview channel. It's like, boop, boop. <laughs> so I oh. guess if you want to watch that, it's on YouTube. Yeah, I, I actually watched a few, uh, you know, about 30 seconds. I think it's kind of boring, you know, just watching a scrolling screen. <laughs> yeah, I get that. But then did, don't they have the movie trailers like Galaxis and Hologram Man? Yeah, oh, no. yeah, because yeah, they do, they do. So it's like, here comes a trailer for Virtuosity or something like that. It's like, and you see a little trailer and there's like a preview, preview attractions. Because they always talk about pay-per-view. That was very yeah. hot. Now it's just on demand. So, and the... Uh, all right. Well, so that was an interesting connection between Tim and Tim. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I hope it was. But we are going to, before we get to our theme, which is the night, we yes. will do our classic segments. And okay. they're kind of connected. You know, one yes, is going to lead to the other. Yeah. I like that, uh, that we figured that out. So. Right. Almost by accident. It wasn't really on purpose, but we are going to connect them anyway. Yes. So I guess the cliche of the day is. Yes. The nagging wife. <laughs> oh, now, just no. to explain this a little bit, it's yeah. Go ahead. Anytime, usually, if the hero of the movie is usually a police or SWAT or some sort of uh, law enforcement, but it could be anything really. He yeah, has to go out and do something dangerous, and then the wife says, "No, don't do it, don't do it." And, she's, and the wife is always kind of nagging him to yeah. not be in the line of work that he's in, which presumably yeah. she would know, at least <laughs> because they're married. So, but now she doesn't want him to do it, and um, so that's something you see a lot. So, if the hero is married in the piece, usually the wife isn't supportive of his heroism and his, yeah. um, his ability his to vocation. save the day. Like you would know by now that he's been working there for 15 years or like, yeah, I've been a police officer for 15 years and now you're mad at him. <laughs> right. So it's something we noticed because yeah. it, it seems like maybe she would be on board. But I think they do it, you know, to enhance the drama and get some extra drama going. Yeah, it's all about the drama. You know, like, and that's 
Yeah, you see, I, I always forget to think of examples, but I think you've seen this before. Maybe maybe the, you know, maybe a girlfriend, too. Maybe like a Steel Justice. You know, I think, you know, Seal Award gets mad at Martin Cove or something like that, right? It's like, Which you shouldn't do, because after yeah. you've unleashed uh, Steel, then uh, <laughs> there's no going back from that. No, you don't recruit John Steel. You unleash him. Right. So clearly Seal Award should know this. And, and there's some interesting behind-the-scenes information on our website, comeupinterviews.net, because someone involved in the production uh, wrote in. Yes, I think we might have mentioned that before in a previous episode, where we kind of noticed that maybe Steel Award was a bit drugged up. And he's like, yeah, you were right, because I think she, like, banged her head or something. <laughs> right, but there is an actual reason for why she looks a little sleepy in the movie. So if yeah. you want to know more about that, just go on our website. Yeah. Um, Take a look, go in the assets and, you know, click Steel Justice. <laughs> yes, please do. But leading on from that, unless you have any examples you maybe just thought of. Hmm. I, I know it's tricky to think of uh, live uh, <laughs> I know. And I won't make you do that. So going on from The Nagging Wife, the our other segment that we're going to do and that we always do is the Shouldn't Been an Action Star. Yes, Shouldn't and, Been an Action Star. Is that the why not certain TV dads? Now, in the past, you mentioned Alan Thick. Yes, and he uh, technically shoots yeah. people in the movie Thunderpoint with uh, Kyle MacLachlan. Okay, so that's close. Yeah. So, well, how about some other TV dads? Now, how this started was we originally, or you originally thought of Richard Mulligan. <laughs> yes. The now, this was unconnected to any other TV dads. You just thought, yeah. okay, Mulligan, why, yeah. why doesn't he do action, or why didn't he? I don't know why. Well, he's on Empty Nest for a fair amount of time. So, so maybe, that's why we thought, why, why, you know, why just Empty Nest? Why not certain other TV dads? Well, the thing about Mulligan is that this is perfect. You know, Empty Nest, right? His, his family is gone. So <laughs> because his family's gone because they were wiped out by, I don't know, drug dealers. So now he's out for revenge. He has a revenge jacket. He's got a great name for the video box, Mulligan. He has a gun. Yeah, you see him looking somber and he has a gun. Yes, and you can totally see that. He prowls the streets at night. I think we might have mentioned this for C. Everett Coop. <laughs> he prowls, he I think prowls. we mentioned this for every. He should have been an action star. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, it's, it's Mulligan, but Death Wish. You know, he's about, you know, take a Mulligan, I guess, something like that. Like, <laughs> well, well, yeah, maybe he's like a golf instructor who. Um, yes. His last name would be Mulligan. <laughs> be like it'd be like uh, Tony Mulligan instead of uh, like <laughs> instead of Richard. So Richard okay. Mulligan plays Tony Mulligan, a guy yeah. who you know this family is wiped out by drug dealers. Yep. And yeah, and he's just a yeah. humble golf instructor. Then he has exactly. to maybe use his golfing abilities to fight the baddies, such as using golf clubs, obviously yeah. to hit them, but maybe other things like throwing yeah. tees. You that know, would like, be cool. Like spikes and um, I think uh, I got something. Yeah, not only that he can use a spike to like stomp on someone's foot, and he's like ah, and then he can shoot someone in the in the head. It was like a hole in one. <laughs> yes. So th there, there's a movie right there with Richard Mulligan. We also thought of Michael Gross. Now Michael Gross, I in the Tremors series, doesn't he shoot? People or a sort of action we shoot, oriented. We shoot those graboids, as they're called. But those aren't. So he's not, you know, he's not a complete stranger to gunplay. I guess. No, he's not. But he's like a goofy, like what Vietnam vet who shoots graboids. I mean, it's a step <clears> in the right direction. And of course, he would have the beard. That no Michael, Gro no beard, no Michael Gross, because the beard's right. really good. The quality beard. So it's <laughs> yeah, it's one of the better uh, beards in the Tremors series. See, I agree. I agree. I, yeah, see, I haven't seen Tremors in a long time. I'm assuming he had the beard. He oh, no, I think he did. Okay, because I've only seen the first Tremors. I know there's like 15 more Tremors now. <laughs> yeah, I think I've only seen the first Tremors. I I don't know. I'm just I'm indifferent to Tremors. That's all. But Michael so, Gross, you know, it's, he's not just your. Typical TV dad. It shows he yeah. can do, like you said, he got close. You know, he, he close. can do that sort of material. That's why he's so close. Kind of like the ultimate close. Well, not really. Would be, of course, Ed O'Neill. I know we've talked about him before. Right. He, I just, I really wish that could happen because he knows all those martial art moves in real life. I mean, you can just see like 
Yeah, yeah, I know. I, like, I know, I know. I just, I just picture it because I can see him like him fighting baddies in a parking structure or parking lot, something like that. <laughs> I know, I know. But you had another one. You had there's Mulligan, Michael Gross. What oh, Alan? Yeah, Fick. No, of course, you had Alan Thick and yeah, in the past and yeah. And, oh, that's all I have. I have those just those uh, three. So oh, so it was Mulligan, Gross, and Thick. And thick. Okay, I thought you had another one. Right, no, no, not. I just have those uh, three people. And I guess if you want to count Ed O'Neill or maybe Timothy Busfield. Yeah, he always plays a dad. <laughs> so there's some dads right there. I'm sure there's others, but we can't you know, spend all day talking about TV dads. So just yeah. kind of the theme today is Richard Mulligan slash TV dads as yes. far as people that could have been action stars. Did you put on, it's in the 80s. You know, these shows came out in the 80s and early 90s. That's so perfect. So, I know they were at the height of their fame, the height of their powers. You know. never expected, like uh, like a PM movie starring Michael Gross. <laughs> well, they like to do that, you know. They like to find these obscure, not obscure, but um, unorthodox yeah. people, you know, like Steve Gutenberg or yeah. uh, <laughs> or Judge Reinhold. You know, they like to do that. <laughs> Judge Reinhold, <laughs> Cracker Jack too. Watch it right now while you're listening to this. <laughs> no, no, no. Stop listening to this and watch it. Then come back. Yeah. You got to hear the great dialogue by uh, Judge Reinhold and his hilarious funny faces. Well, that's true. You do make a good point. You could potentially watch the movie on mute because yeah. his faces <laughs> really carry the movie. You don't really need to hear it, but yeah, no, you probably true. should. <laughs> Financial planning train ride. Or oh yeah, it's a great. It's a great train ride. <laughs> um, so many great moments. So many great faces made by Judge Reinhold. I know you can't help but love. It. I know we talked about it before, but you just can't help but love it. But it, it, it's inevitable; it's going to come up multiple times because it's just a classic, you know. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So and our we, listeners in the UK have the yeah. pleasure of seeing Judge Reinhold's name uh, hyphenated on the cover <laughs> of their box. It's Judge Ryan Dash Hold. But yeah, but that, the villain Michael Sarah Zinn doesn't have a dash. So it's not say Sarah Dash Zinn. Well, that's what makes it all the more confusing and unusual. It's the only Judge Reinhold got the dash. That, hey, that's something to uh, celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I, I agree. That's that's what I've always said. Um, so now that that's out of the way, I guess we can okay. go to the main feature, which is <laughs> the night movies. Yes. So if you go on our site and you click on the old end – You'll see that we have 12 movies with the, starting with the word night. So what I'll do is uh, I'll run them down as usual, and then we'll talk about them, see what's good, see what's bad. Uh, and I guess, uh, well, that's it. <laughs> well, that sounds like a plan. So take it away with the night movies. Okay. I mean, see, when you say the word night, I, I can't help but think of the Europe song, Rock the Night. So, <laughs> well, as yeah, I'm Rock the listening. Night. Yeah. <laughs> to the morning light, rock the night. Whoa, <laughs> it's so catchy. All right, All right so yes. let me let me run it down. All right, here we go. We have Night at the Golden Eagle, Night Force, Night Hunter, Nightmare at Noon, Night of the Kick Fighters, Night of the Warrior, Night of the Wilding, Night Stick, Night Trap, Night Vision, Night Wars. And night waves. So, mm, okay, interesting assortment. Yeah, um, I'll start off with night waves. Okay. Because you haven't seen this one. No, I have not. There's, a, as you mentioned before we started recording, there's a yeah. handful of these I haven't seen, and this yeah. is one of them. Night waves, from what I remember, just it's a paint by numbers. You know, it's a rear window kind of knockoff movie of Cheryl and Finn. <laughs> so, okay. star of the assassinates and <laughs> I guess. <laughs> The Assassination File, you know, a movie I watched uh, last year, I think. It, it's like In the Line of Fire, both Cheryl and Fenn. <laughs> so like... And also star of that great movie with Alexander Nevsky. Oh, that's right. Uh, oh, no. The title. Oh, it's uh, Treasure Raiders. Yeah, Treasure Raiders. Where Alexander Nevsky plays a very Vin Diesel type of character. <laughs> and then she basically plays the wife or the girlfriend of yeah. Nevsky pretty much it she doesn't really do anything else barely any screen time but you know we actually thought that movie was kind of fun you know yes nevsky was uh shooting people and stuff like that it looked really silly with his like jacket 
like a striped jacket. Yeah. Um, so in this nightwave for you. <laughs> oh, nightwave. So yeah, you want to talk about nightwaves? Well, I'll make it quick. Which is except it's rear window with Sherilyn, and then you know um, that's really about it. You know, it's a bunch of cliches. A movie you'd watch on Lifetime. I that's really about it. But see the box art. They try to make it look kind of like Red Shoe Diaries. <laughs> mm. You know, it's not a Red Shoe Diaries, you know, type of movie. It's just a typical Lifetime movie. But, you know, they're trying to gussy it up for people to rent it. So, so why is it on our website? Well, before I mention that, I will mention the uh, the taglines. It's murder is only one call away. So, because oh, you listen to a police dial scale. help or any number of other things. <laughs> why is it on the site? Well, it's because I needed material back in the old days of. <laughs> oh, okay, so, so you're, it was just starting out, and it was I guess instructive video, right? So I guess that totally qualifies. Yeah. So, but, oh, because I remember when this came out, I was like, oh, Nightwaves. All right, I'll watch it, and then I've reviewed it, and okay, it's a typical Lifetime thriller. Not saying it's bad, you know. If, you, if that's all you have, it's a perfectly fine watch. <laughs> so I just I need material, and then that actually is a good. Um, uh, segue into the next movie, which you also have not seen, uh, which is Night at the Golden Eagle. That's right, I have not. Um, stars Vinnie Jones and Natasha Leone, and very, very briefly, James Caan. <laughs> That's like James Caan would be in a brief moment. It's kind of like that movie where Burt Reynolds is in it for like two minutes. Um, Wait, was that Strike Force? Oh, yeah, Strike Force. And he's, he's, not credited. Credited. he's not credited, he plays a guy named Irish. <laughs> yeah, he sure does. Uh, so I was guessing this is like that. Yeah, it's it's just about a bunch of these like it's about a bunch of stupid gangsters that are holed up in this hotel and it's run by like prostitutes and Vinnie Jones is a pimp. You think it's gonna be kind of a good movie, but it's pretty talky. It's kind of like the movie uh, Million Dollar Hotel. Have you ever seen that one? Um, heard of that? No. At least? No. I, never heard of it. I, know, I, I know of it, but I haven't seen it. It's very similar to that. So Million Dollar Hotel is basically a bunch of people in a hotel, and Mel Gibson was making fun of it when it was coming out. It's like, oh, this movie's really boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen was New cool. Rose Hotel, but I don't remember much about it. New Rose Hotel, yeah, I watched that last year, and it was, hmm. I mean, there's no ending. <laughs> it's just like Willem Dafoe like, flashbacking five different scenes at the end. If you... <laughs> right, yeah. So, and this one, I mean, it's kind of a talky movie. We'll just go, there's not much there in this one. <laughs> Let's go to a movie. No, it's, recommended. it's not really recommended. I mean, it's the definition of okay. Let's go to a movie you've seen, which would be Night Force. Yes, I actually own Night Force on VHS. Oh, that's right. Well, you own that I one. I believe it's a lightning video. Yes. And, uh, it, it's, it's a good example of... Well, the type of movie that there's a lot of at that time, which a bad example would be Toy Soldiers, where a bunch of people kind of get together to save their friend and usually a South American country. Yeah, it's uh, one of these El Presidente slogs, as we mentioned numerous times. Right. Like, yeah. and, but, I, but, but this one I remember being – I mean, it's, 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 it's not a cut above. called good, but it is yeah. sort of a cut above because it has yeah. Linda Blair and some other good people. Yes, so. and uh, <laughs> there's a couple of funny bits in this one. Well, I guess that's the plot. It's an El Presente slog, and they save their, Linda Blair saves her friends. So if we want to know the plot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can do more of the plot um, if well, you want. Then, you know, it's up to you, but that's basically it. Yeah, the rescue mission type of movie in a South American country. So, But this has a couple interesting bits to mention, which is it has Chad McQueen. <laughs> wow, well, that is an interesting bit. And he doesn't wear sleeves. As of course. Know. Uh, it also stars James Van Patten. Uh, <laughs> he plays a guy named Steve. And what's interesting about James Van Patten in this movie is that <laughs> also in this movie is a monkey named Rambo. Rambo the monkey as Pin the monkey. And if, if you remember, is Pin the monkey. Yeah, yeah okay. Rambo the monkey as Pin to- the monkey. And James Van Patten was in a movie called Young Warriors, which had Casper the Wonder Dog. I'm starting to see some good 80s connections here. Yes, yeah, so maybe James Van Patten likes the work of animals. 
Yeah, maybe, especially if there's something miraculous or wonderful about them. <laughs> What's great about Rambo the monkey as Pin the monkey, I mean, I'll call him Rambo the monkey. <laughs> so Rambo the monkey, he wears fatigues. He wears like Rambo type <laughs> fatigues in the movie. <laughs> so you're saying he was playing himself. He's playing himself, Rambo the monkey, but his name is Pin. But they're saying it's Pin, so I guess he wasn't playing himself, but maybe he, he demanded that he wear his usual attire. He wears camo pants like the rest of the cast. I guess in I guess fatigues. The the monkey wears camo pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see, I, we we said that this movie was a cut above the rest. So anytime a monkey is like shooting at people or you know, unmasking the idol. And, oh yeah, uh, I think a monkey like throws sticks of dynamite or maybe a grenade at someone. I'm. I wish I could have the title of the sequel. Oh, it's Order of the Black Eagle. Can't believe I just remembered that. <laughs> and then the the sequel is Unmasking the Idol. No, no, no. Switch them around. Unmasking oh, okay, so the Idol is the, the idol. first one. I'm sorry, and, go ahead. No, well, that's, I was just straightening it all out. Yeah, so the first one is Order of the Eagle. Mm-hmm. No, no, the no, first no, one is Unmasking the Idol. <laughs> yes. Unmasking the Idol is the first movie. And then Order of the Black Eagle is the second movie. So and have I, a bunch of- I recommend if you haven't seen it. I don't know. I don't know if I'd recommend the movie, but I definitely recommend the trailer. Go on YouTube and watch the Unmasking yeah. the Idol trailer. It's, <laughs> it's fantastic. It's funny that you get these monkeys who are pretty smart, you know. You know, and they have guns. <laughs> Another weaponry. That's um, amazing. Well, actually, if I'm not mistaken, you know, they're in the trailer. They're talking about what you're going to see in the movie, maybe who's in the movie. And then at the end they say, and a bombastic baboon. Yes. <laughs> so I think they call him a bombastic baboon. So just to get our terms straight here, I think he's a bombastic baboon. It's kind of funny that they can hold guns and throw dynamite. while other animals really can, you know, dogs can bears, you know, it's like, but monkeys can shoot people. <laughs> so. well, it's, it's something unfair uh, in the animal kingdom that, that dogs, <laughs> cats can't kill people with guns. No, um, <laughs> not yet. I know the rumor is that, you know, cats eat your face when you're dead. So I guess they're like, you know, zombies. <laughs> well, there have been a number of killer cat movies like The Uncanny and um, others. Yeah. Wait, and, strange. And plenty of killer dog movies like, you know, okay. The Pack and um, Dogs and then later Man's Best Friend. Right. Cujo, right? Yeah, sure. Cujo. Strange. So That's about a cat. Sorry, go ahead. Why do they kill people in their own way? That is true. But I think what's funny about Strays, I've never seen Strays yet. Oh, Strays. Guess he's in that. One of our Tims. You can tell the audience. It's one of our Tims of today, Tim Busfield. So, so uh, what a connection. Yeah. He's in a killer cat movie. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> I guess anything else to say about Night Force? Uh, Richard Lynch is also in it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's you know, it's not the best movie in the world, but it's better than some of these other El Presidente type movies. Oh, so yeah. if you see it, you know, you check it out. I would definitely, I might get my own copy one day. So I just, I wrote it down for a future purchase. Okay, uh, okay. so what's next? We have uh, Night Hunter. Okay, so okay, just, so go yeah. ahead. Well, one thing pops out. This is the one yes. with Shaky. Or earthquake cam, as we call yes, it. Yes, before we mention that, well, let's run down what Night Hunter is. Okay. Uh, Night Hunter is from 1996 and it has Don the Dragon Wilson, or as I call him, Donald the Dragon Wilson. And Maria Ford, Vince Murdoco, star of LA Wars, and James Liu. So the plot of this movie is Jack Cutter, played by the dragon. He's a vampire hunter and uh, he has to fight an evil uh, vampire named Brit Bruno. Hmm. That I didn't remember until I just read that. <laughs> no, it's a good thing we wrote it down. So, yes, as Brett just mentioned, you know, there's shaky cameras and there's like new born movies. But this is even worse. It's earthquake. Oh, it's, it's very shaky. Oh, my goodness. I, we felt sick. We, I think we actually were feeling nauseous when we watched it. I know it, it, it's it's very unpleasantly shaky. I think to the point where it's off-putting to people. Yeah, I think we had to you know avert our eyes from the screen. I mean, the movie is a great idea. It's Don the Dragon as a vampire hunter, and what? Right. It, it, yeah, great idea. A great idea, and he's like the crow. That's what it says. It's like the crow meets you know blade. Perfect. But they screw it up so badly with that earthquake cam. I can't recommend it. 
Yeah. It's almost like they're trying to cover something up, maybe trying to hide that it's a low budget movie, but we don't care. You know, we don't care no. that it's low budget. We wouldn't be watching Night Hunter if we had a problem with low budget <laughs> movies. So what, yeah, what are you trying to hide? What are you trying to cover up Night Hunter? I don't know. And it says, besides that, there's a strobe light. <sighs> of course there is. You know, you don't want to get seizures when you watch a movie. That's scary. Well, so, but we're warning people now. I don't think there's a warning before the movie. Is there probably that's, a movie that came out today? That's a good point. Yeah. These, you know, strobe lights might have a light sensitivity. So. Right. They would need to put that before the movie if this ever got re-released. Oh, yeah. If, if it comes to Blu-ray, it, has, it would have to say that or people might get hurt. Yeah, like they're Pokemon. over-released. They could be sued. Yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. Like, that was that funny thing. Uh, Dream Theater, they uh, have that concert DVD and I listened to their commentary. And they talk about the Pokemon strobe lights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotta watch out for those, man. Yeah, yeah, it's like, man, man, watch out for those Pokemon strobe lights, man. <laughs> um, all right, or so that's kind of a good idea, but oh, my, in, oh, never mind. <laughs> I won't say I won't okay. say my uh, my Dream Theater song reference again then. <laughs> <laughs> So as far as Night Hunter though, it could have been a good movie, but they just so close. they kind of what's the word I'm looking for? It's like they scribbled all over it. It's like they like yeah. took the movie and they scribbled on it, you know. So and they shouldn't have done that. Wait, DJ Scribble wasn't he a popular DJ in the late '90s, 2000s? <laughs> Sounds right. But, uh, well, we'll talk about DJ Scribble another day. So okay. let's go to the next movie, which is. Nightmare at Noon. Oh, now this has uh, the great Wings Hauser, correct? Yes, he's alive, by the way. He was alive as of this taping. You know, I don't yes. know when he's going to be listening to this, but there was this, I guess maybe Ty can explain this, but there's some sort of crazy hoax rumor thing online that Wings died, but he didn't. He's no. alive and well. He's alive and well and entertaining our screens everywhere, including Nightmare at Noon. So. From 19- jeans. He's an albino. Yes, he's an albino. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Uh, and it's an entertaining movie. Um, yes, we yeah. really we enjoyed it. Well, actually, you know, what's interesting, we gave it two and a half stars because I think it drags. Um, well, wait, we should talk about the plot of Nightmare of New and people who haven't seen it. So Brian James plays a guy named The Albino. <laughs> and he decides the best place to try an experiment putting toxins in the water is in the town of Canyonland, Utah, but Wings Hauser and uh, <laughs> Bo Hopkins and uh, Sheriff Hanks, George Kennedy, you know, are on the trail to stop them. Uh, but there's a, a bunch of really great action scenes in this movie. From yes, some, yes. Good stunts. some amazing stunts. I think there's like a really cool like truck explosion. Do, do you remember that? Yeah, and is is this the one with the the motorcycles like flying through the air and the guys on fire, well, or is that something else? I mean, that sounds like a few movies we've seen. Um, that that sounds like it. That could also be Light Blast. Wasn't there some a guy on fire? In the, uh, I, yeah, I think so. But that's not what I'm thinking at um, this moment. According to the box art, there's a guy on fire in the box art. It's <laughs> a guy on a bike. Maybe. Yeah, maybe <laughs> that must be what I'm thinking. But also a good trailer if you want to. Check out the trailer on YouTube if you haven't seen the movie. Um, yeah, it's, and, it's an interesting uh, movie. It's definitely worth a one watch. And at least, you know. Let me see. I think there's something else interesting here. Yeah, we say that, well, uh, Brian. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, and the director is um, he's the, the Greek uh, yes. director. Yeah, Nico, right? Nico. Nico Masarakis. Yeah. Yeah, Mas- oh, thank you for saying that because I, I was worried about pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> Nico Masterak has directed it. He's, you know, and I think that's worth noting because we've seen a few other his movies. I I don't have his filmography up, so I don't know that for the site we've seen that many. But you know, I I, didn't he direct in the cold of the night. Yes, um, yeah, do it in the cold of the night. Yeah, I still haven't seen that yet. I know it's on Blu-ray from Vinegar Syndrome, right? Yes, that's the best you know, version available. I think they have an uncut version. Um, but, um, I mean, obviously I know him for, I mean, he's done so many things, but from Island of Death and other, other movies, the blood tide, I think, or yeah, I think he directed blood tide. 
And um, so yeah, did you drop well, the wind? Astarakis movie has good yeah. stunts, has good cast. Yeah. For that alone, I think it's worth uh, checking it? out if you haven't. He directed the wind, right? Wings yeah, the wind. Yes. Okay, yeah. That's why. That's why the name. You know. Uh, let me think of the movie. So his, his right. So he's worked with Wingshauser at least a couple times. Nice. We all want to work with Wingshauser. He's awesome. Or that movie trailer you saw where the announcer said like Wingshauser. Oh. <laughs> you know what? That's that I'll mention the movie, and it's a really good segue to the next movie because that's okay. a movie called Wilding, The Children <clears throat> of Violence. So if you watch the AIP trailer, it says Wingshauser, Joy Travolta, Sir Joey. He calls him Joy Travolta. Yeah, it's like Wings Hustler. <laughs> but it has that great song, that Pat Benatar type song. Well, uh, don't try to stop tomorrow. Yeah, or... don't try to stop tomorrow. So, so that song is in Wilding Children of Violence. Yes. So that's a and great. The movie we're about to talk about is Night of the Wilding. Yeah, exactly. Night of the Wilding. So. Oh. And in this very, I think they might have come out the same year or within a year yes, of each other. There, there are two movies about wilding, and these yeah, are so, that, or those are these are them. <laughs> so, Wilding, Children of Violence, and Night of the Wilding. Yes. So people say, "Hmm, what's wilding?" Well, it's usually children running wild in the streets, right? In the late eighties and nineties, they're just right. Breaking I stuff. think that was something. Yeah, it was in the news at the time, which is kind of hard to remember or even know about now but that was a term you'd see in the newspaper or in the local news wilding or a, a yes. group of usually group. teenagers or people in their 20s would go yeah. wilding, and that was something people said and so to try and you know be in the pulse of today and yeah. i don't want to say cash in on what was going well, on capitalize but on the wilding, capitalizing on it as all good b exploitation movies do <laughs> these movies made or about wilding so yeah neither wilding and that's the movie in our night list yes so what i'll mention about night of the wilding is uh well, the plot which is joseph gainer played by eric estrada is a high-powered beverly hills defense attorney who has never lost a case but he has a case about these wilding children so and then uh they attack a member of his <laughs> they attack a person named bill paxton Right. His name is Bill Paxton, right? Yeah, but the actor is named <laughs> Joe Verroca. So Joe right, Verroca as AIP and PM type movies. Yeah, so Joe Verroca plays a character named Bill Paxton. <laughs> Interesting. And it also stars Hey Joe Travolta. <laughs> oh, right. Joey's in both Wilding movies. Yeah. I, I wonder if that's a coincidence. You must like Wilding or cares about the Wilding community. Now, is this the one where they're actually, technically speaking, there actually isn't any wilding because this yes. is an assault that takes place in a private home. So it's yes, it's a good point. Yeah, good. Yeah, wow, that's a really good memory because we saw this movie a very long time ago. Well, it's so, very memorable. I know, and there's a from what I remember, there's an awesome scene on a baseball field. Yes, that I won't yeah. Spoil. Wow, you read my mind. I was about to kind of mention that because it's an early PM movie because it's directed by Murhai, Joseph Murhai. Right. So there's definitely worth finding this movie. I definitely think it's worth your time. Yeah, it's an interesting movie. Uh, anything else to say um, about – oh, okay, okay. So we said that Eric Estrada is perfect for this role because <laughs> he has a mullet, but the evildoers in the movie have longer, eviler mullets. Right, yeah, so he's a defense attorney, so he has sort of like a professional mullet. Yeah, yeah, very <laughs> the best kind of mullet is a professional mullet. But these evil right. kids well, have... Was... Yeah, 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 they have, they have longer evil mullets, yes, yes. <laughs> That's funny, <laughs> I mean, it's, a good, it's, a good, uh, it's a good observation. <laughs> Why, well, you know, I mean, we like... were the late 80s. We right? all had mullets, so... So uh, okay. it's a good one, Night of the Wilding. Um, yeah, it's it's a mixture of well, it's mostly it's mostly a courtroom drama, kind of. So it's like a a C B list version of Law and Order, but it has Eric Estrada. Yeah, yeah, but there's a little more going on than that. Yeah, a little more. So and I think it's definitely worth one watch, maybe two watches. You know, say it's worth a watch. It's worth two watches. Well, it's definitely worth one, and then you could be the judge <laughs> as to whether it's worth two. But there's definitely some scenes, especially the baseball scene, that's worth unlimited oh, watches because that was a great absolutely. moment. 
what we're going to talk about next is a movie you have not seen. And I lost it in my file. Ah, here we go. Night of the Warrior. Movie I'm surprised you haven't seen. It's with Lorenzo Lamas. Or Lorenzo Lamas. <laughs> that's that's definitely um, a gap in my watching. But th- that yeah. was sort of towards the beginning when I came on board with the website. Yeah, my- yeah. I'm not, not faulting you, but it's like, oh, right. You never saw this Lamas movie, which has Ken Foray and James Liu and Catherine Kathleen Kinmont. Well, of so, course, that's Kathleen Kinmont. It's all Lama's movies have Kathleen Kinmont. <laughs> so he's, it's like a precursor to the Renegade because he plays Miles Keen, a motorcycle riding badass who's an amateur photographer. So, and he owns uh, like a nightclub of his mom, who's his real mom in real life, by the way. So. Oh, interesting. Arlene Dahl. So. Okay. So that's interesting, and um, it's like a, it's kind of like a punch fighter. He plays a photographer who becomes like a kind of an amateur punch fighter a little bit. And what's funny is um, he, <laughs> it's it, well first off the movie is written by Thomas Ian Griffith, star of Excessive oh. Force. So maybe he was supposed to be in it, or then they just got Lamas. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. So T.I.G. wasn't just a pretty face. He was in front of the camera. He was actually writing things He's writing behind it. the scenes. Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, what else is going to say? I don't want to give up uh, too much. But they, if you look at the box art, they definitely make it seem like it's a punch fighter. Yeah, it's like half punch fighting, kind of like half drama. So it's like it's like a renegade episode. <laughs> hmm. Like well, fighting a that's a bit. It's a bit like Midnight Warrior, right? If he's a photographer. Yeah, yeah. So it's a big, it's a mixture of Midnight Warrior, an episode of Renegade, and some punch fighting. So okay, well, I think that's probably a good description. Yes, yeah, so I want to mention uh, one more thing, two more things, which is I guess there's there's always a you know comical fat guy in these kind of movies. Yeah, of course. So there's a comical fat chef who likes to sing opera. <laughs> so <laughs> of course there is. Uh, let's see here. So and he goes la. <laughs> so it's like, wow. Why would you not want that in your movie? And there's also, oh, I'm so, well, okay, I actually mix it up. The there's a the opera singing is a bum that <laughs> that sings opera. There's the chef is named Coco the chef who and he likes to burn all the food. So, Are you sure this isn't a children's movie? This seems very childish. Well, we need comic, we need some padding because there's kind of minimal fighting and there's more yakety yak than fighting in the movie. So those two characters are full of padding. Mm-hmm. They almost seem like characters that would be in bums. That's funny you mentioned that because that's what we said. Like, yeah, he would be like a deadly crab hold or. <laughs> you ever seen bums? Watch bums. Stars Christian. You can hold the bums. Well, that's true. We just found it at a Salvation Army like ten years ago. <laughs> like bums. <laughs> What's bums? <laughs> I don't know, it's just a weird, obscure movie called Bums that, uh, I mean, uh, your picture of Bums that you took is like the only picture of Bums on the internet. Yes, that is true. And if you go on Letterboxd to look up Bums, it's the picture I took and scanned. So it's, it's a little slanted because <laughs> I wasn't the best scanner. But if you look, as you can see, it's, it's Bums. And it's my picture. <laughs> All right. So that's something to be proud of. Yes, uh, I'm going to mention one more movie. Well, I'm done with Night of the Warrior. Okay. So, or, and Bombs. <laughs> I'll go to the last movie you haven't seen, and then we'll talk about the okay. rest of the movies you have seen, um, which is the movie is called Night Trap from 1993, also known as Mardi Gras for the Devil. It's a AIP movie directed by David A. Pryor. It has Robert Davi, Mike Ironside. Oh, wait, wait Mike Ironside. We were just talking about, um, you know, remember we talked about Mike Bean? Yes. Like no, no one calls him Michael Bean. No one calls Michael Kane Mike Kane. <laughs> That's true. No one really shortens it. It's always Michael Kane. It's always Michael. It's always Michael Kane. I, you know, to do an impression of Michael Kane, you just kind of have to say his name. So I'm not good at British accents, so I won't do it. But you know, <laughs> I know you Michael want to. Kane. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, nothing. I, um, yeah, Mike Bean and uh, Mike Kane and um, yeah. <laughs> Mike Ironside. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, now, when I hear the words "night trap," obviously I think of that video game that was so um, controversial and hated by a certain Connecticut uh, politician. 
Dana Plato, right? Uh, oh, she was in. She was in Night Trap. Video game. That was for yeah. Sega CD. Sega CD, which I have a copy, I think, because I was trying to get a Sega CD a couple years ago and just it didn't pan out. But I jumped the gun and bought Night Trap. <laughs> so you still own your Night Trap disc? Yes, it's in my drawer. So I was like, well, right. I maybe one day we can get a Sega CD. You could actually play it. Or maybe I can get it signed by Joe Lieberman, the guy who tried to ruin our Night Trap. <laughs> yes, when he was when he was on his crusade to get yeah. rid of mortal Kombat. he also mentioned uh night trap as a yeah See, people video forget game. about that because you're like oh yeah mortal Kombat, the blood code a b a c a b b by the way and uh it was like people forget, all oh, right night trap dana plato you know it's like a sorority house massacre type of game right have you seen the footage yes 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 and also Dana Plato is in a rare punch fighter that we're trying to get a hold of called Blade Boxer. Yes, I want to see that. Like, <laughs> I, I want to see. That. It's on our rare movie list, right? Yes, it is. Awesome. Oh, oh, well, that's it's- the only night trap I know. Yeah. So this one with Robert Davi and Mike Ironside is a whole different kettle of fish. Yes, yeah, so I'll make it fast so we can go to the ones you've seen, which is uh, Robert Davi plays a New Orleans detective and he has to catch a devious criminal named Bishop played by Michael Ironside and also uh, character actor, Mike, Mike, <laughs> Mike star uh, co-stars. You've seen this guy before um, yeah. in a million movies, like I have a heavy set Italian uh, character actor. You know, you liked him in uh, Mr. Mercedes, right? Well, yeah, no, I know who Mike star is. Yeah. Hopefully but, you'll know who that is. Um, but again, yeah, this so, movie kind of makes up the center of the web, I guess. <laughs> I love center of the web. I love the, non-stop over-explaining of the plot at the end with uh, Tony Curtis. So like, and the what? very extensive role of Charles Napier. <laughs> it's like, hello, I'm Charles Napier. Goodbye. <laughs> the plot, the, the the way they just explain the, the center of the web plot is so funny. It's like Tony Curtis's brother's husband's wife, cousin's third <laughs> It's like this elaborate uh, plot just to tell. Well, no spoilers. Yeah, it's not a spoiler, but it's just a hilariously elaborate. So I keep avoiding Night Trap because it's not that it's a bad movie. I think maybe I was a little harsher on it than I should have been. Um, well, it's just a goofy kind of horror action movie where Michael Ironside might be, you know, possessed by like a devil. So it's kind of an interesting movie, but it does drag. So because it has two titles, you know. Yeah, because Mardi Gras the Devil is released on Prism VHS, and then Night Trap is on DVD, just Night Trap. So that's kind of interesting. But it's the same movie, right? There's no oh, cuts no. to one of them. Not that I can uh, figure out. It's just the same movie, just a different retitling. So I guess we'll end with Night... We'll, we'll stop talking about Night Trap to go to Night Wars. Okay, this is another movie I own on VHS. Well, good. Actually, that's actually a good segue because another prior movie. Yes, and it has Dan Haggerty and um, Chet. Interesting movie. It's almost like yeah. Explain the plot a little bit. Well, just I, you can do that, but I'll just say oh, it's okay. almost like the, it's like Dan I mean, Haggerty. It's like Vietnam Vets meets Nightmare on Elm Street. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, it has like a dream type plot. That's actually perfect. You don't have to go any farther than that. That's. You know, they, they're like having these Vietnam flashbacks and Haggerty's the doctor. His name was Mike Campbell. You still have the VHS, obviously, because not in Blu-ray, is it? Not that I'm aware of, no. Pretty good. Did you find that time tunnel? I must have, yeah. Nice. Good find. It's very rare. It was a Sony tape. That was back when AIP had some sort of deal going with Sony. Yeah, you know, right, because we just talked about Car Crash. And um, Deadly Prey. Oh, it's like you said, Sony VHS puts out the best uh, movies. Yes, they sure do. Uh, let's it's, see. Here. It's interesting that you think a big company like Sony wouldn't release these sort of like really low budget B movies, but they sure did. And you know what? Maybe because you know VHS is so hot, and hey, look, look at this fresh material we put on VHS. Right, they're just trying to get anything that hasn't been released so far. So yeah, yeah, they saw it as a rich mine of new material. And uh, the cover's pretty cool if you want to take a look at the poster online. It, and uh, here's the tagline. 
or dreams turn to deadly nightmares. So it's kind of like Nightmare on Elm Street with Fred Krueger. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, if you can get a hold of it, definitely worth seeing. Oh, for sure. Uh, okay. Next movie we're going to talk about. Oh, here we go. We're almost done, Ed, by the way. Night Vision. Cynthia Rothrock, Fred Williamson. Yes, Robert Forster and Bushwick Bill. <laughs> right, Bushwick Bill. Right, Dakota Smith. And this includes the song from uh, Dakota Smith. Do you remember? Which song is that? Dakota Smith, you're 12 steps oh, yeah. away. Yeah, well, any Fred Williamson movie usually has at least one memorable or catchy song. Yeah, I watched it. I rewatched it recently. Well, I guess somewhat recently. It, it holds up pretty well. It is definitely junky night vision because that's kind of a down market look a little bit. But, you, you know, it has the Fred you want. Cynthia Rothbach does some martial arts. Forster, he's around. <laughs> So what uh, more could you want, you know? Uh, let's see. So I guess the plot, people haven't seen Night Vision. Uh, Dakota Smith has to fight a uh, sadistic serial killer. And Rothrock is his new partner. So, And they uh, don't get along at first, but then they might later. So would you recommend Night Vision? Yeah, sure. I think we liked it, right? It's. I, I don't remember anything too negative about it. Oh, no. I mean, we said that Bushwick Bill, he's from the Ghetto Boys, right? Yes. Yeah, he, he plays a, a character named Newt. <laughs> and I guess he's friends with Fred Williamson. And we said that he steals the movie. And also, he makes a brief appearance in Who's the Man, I believe. It's one of the oh, many yes, rappers that, that's in Who's the Man. <laughs> and you just watched that. Yes, I did watch, just watch Who's the Man. <laughs> it's Kurt Loder's best work. Okay, so... I guess, yeah, it's a solid, if you're kind of running out of Fred's and you, like, you see this one, definitely check it out. It's, you know, it's, it's on uh, DVD. It shouldn't be too tough to find. Yeah. What happened to my DVD? Now I, I had to down, well, down or upgrade the tape. <laughs> well, you had that on tape. I had I had on DVD, I think, at first, and then I don't, I, I'm not sure what happened to it, but now I have the tape. So I got it at the archive. Oh, oh okay. So, that's weird. But uh, anywho... We'll go to the second to last movie. This is an interesting one. Night Stick. You have the right to remain silent. Great yes. boxer. Awesome boxer. So I guess we can explain it because this is a, an exciting audio medium. It's Bruce Fairbairn. I was trying to pronounce that before we started recording. Is it Fairbairn? Or is Fairbairn? it Fairbairn? Because it's F-A-I-R-B-A-I-R-N. So, yeah, Fair, Fair Baron? I, Fair Baron? It sounds like it rhymes, but it shouldn't. Yeah, so it's Fair Baron, and he has a gun to this guy's neck, saying, and there's a quote on the box saying, you have the right to remain silent. And it just it looks really cool. It's like, oh, if you saw the video store, how would you not pick it up? And that's what I did when I found that time tunnel. It's like, what's this awesome thing? And then you, you top it off with some Robert Vaughn, some Leslie Nielsen, so, and some John <laughs> Vernon. You got yourself wow. uh you got yourself a, a solid. This is a TV movie, so it's a solid TV movie from 1987. Wow, and all your favorites. So, oh, this wow, this is a company edge movie. Ever was one? Jack Calhoun, Fairbairn, is a New York City cop of an attitude, but surprisingly enough, he plays by his own rules. <laughs> so, and then uh, Robert Vaughn is the uh, kind of the higher up. His name is Melton Malton. <laughs> And then Fad Evans, played by Leslie Nielsen, is also on board, you know, helping out Mr. Fairbairn. Because there's like a there's a terrorist on the, you know, on the loose. <laughs> so. Well, I, I, I have nothing but fond memories of Nightstick. And yeah, maybe it's influenced by the box art. But still, I would say if someone could find this uh, to check it out, especially if you like those TV movies and cop things from the 80s. And what's what's cool is like I don't know who made the the box art for this movie because they really were under a game because we we just explained the first one then there's another one where it's just Fairbairn and he has this huge machine gun it says you have the right to remain silent it's this blue background it's really cool and where can that be found well I mean you can definitely find it probably on Google (laughs) I'm not sure what what country maybe the UK I I can't really find that much information on it but this maybe just an alternate poster it's pretty cool. 
Uh, so this has not just one, but two cool box arts, I guess. Yeah, and then, um, I mean, the movie's not perfect, but you can't help but enjoy it, the, the 80s-ness uh, of the movie. Because I guess it was also called Calhoun. It was supposed to be maybe a TV show, maybe a miniseries. So I would definitely check that out. Oh, and, oh here's a quote. <laughs> uh, I guess his wife says this. You need a good workout to get your mind off those terrorists. <laughs> well, what could be more 80s than that? They probably did aerobics and just that'll get your mind <laughs> yeah. off terrorists. Yeah, the aerobics don't mess with 80s aerobic uh, superstars. No, wait, no. wait, that could that could be a movie, right? You get these or, you know, aerobics. I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say maybe it could be a subject for an upcoming should have been an action star. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, maybe it'll be like the movie Perfect. But it's <laughs> the more, I, oh, well, if you mix your perfect and action movie and killer workout. I, I think we have something here. Which is also a prior David A. Oh, Pryor movie. That's right. Oh, really priring it up today. Uh, okay, so I'm trying to think of anything else to say about Nightstick. Um, I think we've covered it more than anyone else has in years. <laughs> well, we're on the last movie already. Wow, that was fast. Let me just double check so I don't mess up any titles. Okay, so the last movie is, we're ending on a high note, Night of the Kick Fighters. Oh, <laughs> That doesn't get much higher of a note than that. I mean, that is the ultimate high note. We, we gave it four stars, four bits, because our main it's awesome, <laughs> it's awesome and it stars Andy Bauman. <laughs> now, I know we've mentioned this before about how they put fake movies yes. on the box art to make it seem like he'd been in other movies, which he had not. Yes, oh. star Ninja 2, Ninja 3, and Night Kill. <laughs> right, which upon close inspection are not real movies, but how would anyone know that back in the 80s when you were just looking in the video store? Like, now that we're oh, on the internet, we can find out that those aren't real, but back then, we didn't know that. Because it's one of those things like, right, I think I saw that Night Kill movie before. Yeah. Right, because it, it has sort of a generic title, and I believe there is a, a one-word movie called Night Kill. Right, That's, you probably thought of that. But this is two two words. Um, And Ninja 2, I mean, that could be anything, because there's the (laughs) 80s Ninja Boom, so they just said, oh, yeah, sure, uh, Ninja 2. Yeah, yeah. Of course, there is a Ninja 2 and 3, which um, I'm sure that's not what they were thinking. No, no. So (laughs) the fact that they made up movies kind of and potentially pasted a a different head on a body. There's, there's are definitely clues as to how wacky the movie is. Like, if that's what they did just on the front of the box, what are they doing for the movie? And well, exactly, so definitely I mean, a foreshadowing of what you're going to see. That's an amazing point. And because then you see the tagline, which is kick fighting like you've never seen it before. Because I've seen a lot of kick fighting and not like this. <laughs> well, as we've said in the past, AIP really tried to turn kick fighting into a thing, like a buzzword, a, yes. you know. Something people would talk about. They mentioned either kick fighting or kick fighter many, many, many times. Yes, but I have didn't the movie Catch Fire. So I have the movie Kick Fighter with Richard Norton, and I have um, Revenge of the Kick Fighter, also Richard Norton, also known as Mission Terminate. That's a cooler title, I think. Well, yeah, I know, but they had to get the word kick fighting in there somewhere. <laughs> Actually, they were pretty good. Revenge of the Kick Fighter and Mission Terminate. So. But now we have Night of the Kick Fighter, which is just a complete wackadoo movie that people should always talk about. You know, yes. anyone who sees wacky movies like Samurai Cop, Miami Connection, and that um, uh, Warrior of Justice, that's the Yorgo movie, right? Yeah, Yorgo Organoski and uh, – was that? Not Malibu, the other guy. Um, oh, great. <laughs> Another one of these meatheads. <laughs> um, in, and it's I'm not, sorry. Well, Yorgo is not really a meathead. But, no, uh, no, because Warrior of Justice was a punch fighter, right? So I think it had some punch fighting names for Nicholas Hill, I think. Right, or and uh, it's not um, Matthias Hughes, is it? No, 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 he's not in that, which is surprising. But he must have said, oh, "I'm not doing this one." <laughs> and again, uh, even or Sean Donahue, if you like those sorts of weird, wacky, wild movies, as we all do, this is one of them. But it seems yeah. like most people don't really know that yet. But it's we're trying very, to tell people. Yeah, it's very obscure. 
you know, I, if I'm not mistaken, it might, it might be the full movie might be on YouTube. So hopefully uh, people can check that out. And this I is mean, another movie where a very important cast member left a comment. Yes, well, website. we can get to that in just a second. I mean, we can mention um, some of the plot of this movie if we can. <laughs> okay, dude, go ahead and give it a try, but try not to give too much away because I want people okay. to go in as fresh as possible if they decide to watch it. Okay, so Andy Bowen plays a character. His, he's like the hero, and he's like he plays a character named Brett Crady, B R E T, kind of like a bargain basement James Bond, and he likes to do uh, shirtless Tai Chi on a bearskin rug. <laughs> As we and, all do. <laughs> what we'll just jump to is the main one of the main stars besides Bowman, of course, is Adam West. One of his best performances. <laughs> He plays a character named Carl McMahon. I want to say Carl McCann. Carl McMahon. He has like a laser. That's all we're going to say. I don't want to give away too much. So. But that's his big weapon. Like if he's like a James Bond type villain, that's yeah, his. He's, sort like, of he's like the villain, weapon. kind of. Yeah. So, hmm. And then. Uh, I have always wanted to see Bauman versus Adam West. Well, I guess Adam West is technically not the villain. He's just kind of like, you know, hmm, I'm trying to think. Like, Kind of like the Q type of character, and then there's a there's a terrorist organization that kidnaps uh, Adam West's daughter. So, right, yeah. okay, so yeah, he's I, not like the main baddie, but no, he's, no, no, be great, he's an but, inventor. Right? Yeah, he's an inventor. So, <laughs> so that's basically yeah. We don't get like too much because what's funny is we even said we're not even you know, scratching the surface. There's all, and then Andy Bauman, you know, has a recruit he recruits his team, and there's a bunch of wacky stuff that happens with that too. So. It's just it's hard to talk about this movie without giving everything away and yeah. saying all that we want to say, because there's a lot we could say. But I guess the most important thing to say is that you should see this movie as soon yeah, as you can. Just buy it. <laughs> just I think it's a little expensive online, but you know what? Break the bank and buy this movie because it's just a blast. It's so fun. And I guess like you mentioned, uh, we do have uh, <laughs> one of the characters, or one of the actors in the movie commented on our site, Michelangelo. Um, Michelangelo Kowalski. He plays a character named Bomber. Yes. Now, what I could say here, well, Bomber said some behind the scenes info. Do you want me to mention that or just do you want to check out? If, if, as long as it doesn't give anything away. No, no. Just said, uh, you know, it was a crazy production and uh, they ran out of money halfway through. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, Adam West is being kind of wa- weird. And that's basically. <laughs> That's basically it, but it's kind of fun to read. But all those things kind of are on the screen. Like you can kind of tell they had some money problems. You can kind of yeah. tell Adam West was being weird. You could that's all there. So what, the fact that he said that is not surprising because when you watch the movie, it's it's kind of all on the screen. Yeah, it's kind of just like the money's on the screen. Well, not much, but <laughs> but that's what makes it good. There's a lot yeah. of good moments where, it, <laughs> and it has a great ending too. Which I don't oh my goodness! Say. Yeah, we can't. Just, buy it <laughs> <laughs> or if it's on youtube watch it or, or watch, it, you can watch it for free or anything just, if you can find it anywhere just watch it after you listen to this podcast watch the movie you'll definitely enjoy it and if you're in the middle of watching uh, cracker jack 2 right now just yeah. finish watching cracker jack 2 and then, <laughs> then watch yeah, it. jump right to night of the kick fighters <laughs> what a night of entertainment talk about yeah right a night of entertainment <laughs> Yeah. Well, well, that might be a good note to stop because yeah, we're actually out of movies from the night uh, section. So, so guess, you know, hopefully people did have a good night of entertainment and <laughs> a good night of podcasting out. entertainment. But I guess we can do. Uh, I have no shout outs again. Uh, one of these days, I'll try to find some more shout outs. I think we have some new listeners, but I don't have their names at well, the moment. That's good. So, but, oh, I do uh, have a name. I do have a name. What we could say is. Um, okay, go ahead. Depending on when people are listening to this, we're going to be on Direct Video Connoisseur's podcast talking about the Costco's. Yes, we're going to be talking about Mark the Costco's, his best and some of his weaker movies. Maybe. So that's uh, coming up soon. Yeah, we'll probably, we're going to do that this weekend and then he'll post it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm pretty sure this will be up before then, so people yes. might hear this and then. They might hear this first. Yeah, yeah I probably do. they will. I mean, I could do the quick shout out. Uh nope. Oh, you know, I'll I'll collect some shout outs for the next episode. Because okay. it'll take too long to procure them now on live podcasting radio. Right. So, 
Um, I guess what we could do is talk about the contact information and then wrap it up. Okay, so to, you know, read some more uh, reviews from our site, check out comeuppancereviews.net, which has a Facebook page under the same name. And we are on Twitter under Ty Comeuppance. And I think, oh, right, Letterboxd. Well, there's Letterboxd, too. But there's also there's Instagram, which is under Thai Action Rocks, where I uh, synergize everything. And I post my uh, VHS pictures. So take a look at that. And, and uh, I think that's – oh, right. No, we haven't said in a while. What? Rate and, rate and review us on iTunes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please do. I mean, especially if you're going to say something nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, well, there's other podcasting places people can hear us. You know, yes. I think most people catch us on iTunes, which is probably yeah. the best place. But there's also uh, yeah. Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart, and, and Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. And also, if you want to email us, you can email us at crpodcast at yahoo.com. Nice. And, well, that's a lot of uh, places to reach us. That's pretty good. Yes. And we'll, so you can always reach out to us in many yes. different forms. Cool. And if you do that, great. Thanks. We'll answer you back. Yeah, I think and if we've answered every single comment that anyone's ever posted on the website. Right? Yeah, even like the weird anonymous comments, too. Yeah, <laughs> like, so we answer all the spam. We just answer everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Buy this, uh, yeah, buy this drug from Nigerian Prince, and then we respond back. You know, thanks for your comment. Uh, <laughs> thanks for your comment, Mr. Nigerian Prince. <laughs> yeah, enjoy, thank you for enjoying the movie, Nigerian Prince. <laughs> and then they read that and they're confused. Like, <laughs> no one responds to comment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised. I guess, I you know what? I did enjoy the movie. <laughs> and enjoy our drug. <laughs> well, a lot of times those two go hand in hand. <laughs> Well, I guess uh, that's about it. Um, I guess, well, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. And um, I guess it's the end of the night. So, yeah, end of the night. <laughs> so I guess it's time to sign off. So thanks for listening. And thanks we listening. will catch you next time. We'll be back soon. Bye. Bye. Yeah.
The monkey wears camo pants. <laughs> 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 <laughs>